Welcome to the City Women Podcast. I'm Sharissa Gray, and I'm joined by Ashley Kelly and Mary Turner. Over the next few weeks, we are going to be diving a little deeper into the conversation we started at our City Women event in October of 2023. We had a panel of three lovely women with us as we discussed the topic of enduring through every season. We'll be picking that conversation back up with each of them. Let's jump right in. Please welcome Jerry Groves. Hi, Jerry. Hi, I'm happy to be here today. Oh, we're so glad to have you here. Um, I loved getting to hear from you at our at our City Women event when we were talking about endurance, and we are so excited to dig in a little more with you today. Um, there was only so much time at that event to be able to have some more specifics as to your story. Yeah, I'm really excited to see where this conversation goes, and I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Jerry, what, one of the things you really focus in on our event was the current season of endurance that you're in. The most recent thing, I'm mm-hmm. sure you have many seasons in your life where you've had to endure, yes. but the one you really focus on was your move to Pahuska. And so I was wondering if you could just talk to us a little more about that. Okay, well, this seems like it's it started four years ago. I'm not exactly sure, but when... When we knew, uh, we felt like we really wanted to help um, launch that our church in Pahaska. We got really excited about real estate and finding, you know, just the right place for us to live, and uh, and so we just up and decided to sell our house, which was like my dream house. It had a beautiful kitchen, you know. I just loved everything about that house, but we sold it. And then we just had to temporarily live in an old mobile home until we had a house to live in. So we ended up looking at a lot of houses, and and uh, none of them were ever quite right. Uh, only one bathroom, and we felt like we needed two bathrooms, and and uh, uh, just not a very good kitchen. And I'm a kitchen person. I love to cook. So anyway, we ended up buying this kitchen out of a house and we didn't have a house, but we bought a kitchen, and uh, so uh, it was a, it was a beautiful, you know, lots of uh, uh, cupboards and and all the appliances and everything that went with it. Well, we ended up buying an auction house, and uh, so with that came a lot of challenges. Uh, a lot of work needed to be done on that house, and uh, in the process, when we bought the house, we went through closing and all that, and uh, and when Tom was working on the house during that time. The whole plaster ceiling above the living room and the kitchen started falling in. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, you know, Tom proceeded to take all the rest of that ceiling out and then was working on it, and he had a motorcycle accident. And I I talked about his motorcycle accident um, when we had the panel discussion. Uh, But uh, now when I... And he ended up having four surgeries because he almost lost his foot. And when the doctor came out after that first emergency surgery and he said to me, I think that we've saved his foot. And I thought, oh, my, I thought it was just a broken ankle. And now he's going to make my. But through that, I definitely had to trust God that that it would be all right. But work on our house completely stopped. And uh, so. we were just about ready to give up hope on that. In fact, I remember talking to Pastor Jamie um, shortly after Tom had that first surgery, and I said, I think I think this was all just a big mistake. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should have bought that house in Pasca, and we were so discouraged. And uh, but But we hung in there. We trusted God. 
we were even kind of offered a chance to get out from underneath that house. Somebody might buy it from us, but no, we just, you know, God told us we needed to keep that house. So we did. And uh, we finally, after a long time, um, had some uh, contractors finish the work on our house. And uh, and it ended up, you know, we put this beautiful kitchen in and, and Tom was eventually able to work on the house. And it's like my dream kitchen. <laughs> now, you know, I had a dream kitchen in the house. And so God, you know, through all that, you know, I had no idea that I was eventually going to have this house that I really liked. So mm. it's a tiny little house, but I just love it so much. And I love, I absolutely love so much living in Pasca. It's really been great. What <clears throat> is it like in those moments, like when you, you said to Pastor Jamie, I, mm. I don't know, mm-hmm. what what was it that made you hang in? I mean, you mentioned that you had a word from God, but I, I practically think about people dealing with difficult circumstances. What was it that made you not give up? Um, just... Uh, uh, through prayer and just giving it, turning it over to God uh, over and over again. Um, you know, I kind of, one of my favorite verses in the Bible, and I, I forget whether it's Proverbs 3, 5 or Proverbs 5, 3. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I forget it, but trust in the Lord mm-hmm. with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I really stand on that verse. A lot, and uh, um, you know, even when when uh, things look are at your lowest, you know, God, you need to trust God to to get you through. That He'll He He'll be your source. And uh, so, did I answer that question? You did great. You did great. <laughs> well, I want to give you guys a chance if you had a question. Or... Um, I think. I think probably, you know, for people who are in a situation like that, like I thought God was leading me this way, but it feels like circumstances are saying something different. Um, And you're, I understand what you're saying about prayer and, and leaning on him and all of that. Was there something like in your mind, it's, I'm trying to think of how I'm asking this, but how did you know that that's what God was, God was saying, like, hang on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Never mind. I think it's, it's a good it's a good question. It's kind, it's kind of a hard question is, to yeah. answer because I think I think it's that it's how do we like and maybe nobody has this answer, but I wonder this a lot. Like, how do I know it's the Holy Spirit talking, mm-hmm. or like, is it wisdom or is it fear? You know what I mean? Like, there's such a fine line, mm-hmm. and I'm just wondering, like, for you, like, what, like. I think maybe both of you agreed, and I don't know. Uh, this is terrible. Maybe we no, well, no, it's, it, no, it's not terrible. But um, you know, I, you just, for me, it's it's having peace. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 I have peace and in trying to make a decision, and it lines up with the Word of God, and uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. yeah. I'm assuming there's probably been other times in your life where. Okay, I thought God was leading me this way, but now circumstances are maybe saying something else, and it was right to do something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're probably we've all lived yeah. lives, we we have experiences where sometimes it is like, no, I've got to hang on, but then sometimes 
the answer actually is to listen to those outside circumstances and say, oh, maybe this yeah. is it's time to let go. Yeah, it's time to let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then in thinking back to the to the house in Pohuska and, and trying to decide whether to let it go or not, um, you know, we actually have owned another property in Pahuska. Mm, and sure. so that was in the mix, too. Like, do we just let this place go or sell this place and focus on the place out in the country? But I just think that we were just led in little mm-hmm. steps, mm-hmm. Uh, kind of baby steps led along the way where it came to the decision that, no, we needed to follow through and mm-hmm. finishing the house on Rivard and... Uh, and I'm glad we did because mm-hmm. even though we, we still have this other property, we have such great neighbors. And, you know, that's that's another thing. You can look at that and see the goodness of God. You have really good neighbors. They all go to our church. Um, and uh, uh, there's just – it's just a great little town that is just uh, – the people have just really um, – I've just uh, fallen in love with all these people in Bahaska that come to our church, and and we're just so excited about uh, how our church is growing. And I think to kind of go off of some of the stuff both of you have asked, my question is sort of like, how do you get through current seasons of discouragement, knowing what you know from previous seasons where you've made it through, if that makes sense? So like you've throughout our life, we're going to go through a lot of seasons of endurance, a lot of seasons of flourishing, mm-hmm. a lot of seasons of all mm-hmm. the things that we've mm-hmm. talked about. And I think it's knowing more about God because of previous seasons right, that help right. us get through yes. current ones. And yes. so I was kind of curious if there have been other stories that you're like, no, this is right in your life. Um, yeah. I mean, it. you know, I can, I can look back at at different things. You know, when you remember, when you remember the goodness of God and all those things that have happened that God has given you, you know, if you just have, but God did this and God did this, you know, and and so he brought me through. That really is encouraging. Um, I was thinking about uh, a time uh, specifically when when Tom and I were kind of struggling. We were struggling financially. We were really struggling, but, you know, we were, our needs were met, but we weren't flourishing, yeah. and uh, and then um, God had had uh, laid it on Tom's heart, or he was asked by a pastor in this church, North Star Church in Mace County, for uh, uh, he wanted Tom to uh, paint murals on both sides of the hallway, all the the whole children's section. And Tom just struggled with that, you know, trying to decide whether he could really do that or not. He's a retired art teacher. And he has the skills, and he's very talented, but he he just didn't think he could do it. And, and so I can remember even calling up and talking to the pastor. I just don't think Tom is going to be able to do this. And and then all of us, you know, it was really God laid it on Tom's heart that he had to. He really needed to do that. So I even helped a little bit. I painted some grass here and there, but it ended up being a really gorgeous mural all the way down the hallway. And when he was in the process of painting that mural, he received a phone call that just blew him away, that it gave us such blessing, um, financial means for the, the rest of our lives that, you know, we didn't have to worry. 
And uh, it was God. We just knew it was because God answered that call. I mean, that Tom answered what God wanted him to do. God wanted him to paint that mural in the hallway. And then we were blessed. And uh, so that's one of the things that we look back at often and are so thankful for. And we even we have this little thing when we see turkeys at the same time. This whole flock of turkeys came flying in, <laughs> and we said, "What is that? What are those birds?" And it's a flock of turkeys. And so we think we think of turkeys as being a symbol of how God is blessing us. Yeah. And uh, so that's one, you know, you know, those lots of things that I can look back on and I can see the goodness of God through it all. Yeah. And like all of, now that we're living in uh, in our little house in Pahuska. All of a sudden, all these things are working that didn't work before. It's like we were supposed to be there, and when we arrived there, when we got there, now they're working. So, yeah, did awesome. I answer that question at all? No, you so. did great. And okay. I, I think also, Jerry, one of the reasons we chose you for the panel and okay. is at, you were sort of representative of the classics, and we yes. live in this what we call classics. People over yeah. a certain age, we yeah. won't say, yeah. um, but. We live in such a, a youth-oriented society, and we just kind of worship youth. But I think in the church, we need to get back to respecting the the classic and, mm-hmm. and just the wisdom that you bring to the conversation. And so I appreciate you, and um, I appreciate you bringing the wisdom that you have earned over mm-hmm. your lifetime. So I, what Charissa said, I think, really holds to bear here, that yeah. you have experiences in your life that color each step of the mm-hmm. next decision mm-hmm. that you make. And so I, I won't see a turkey now without thinking of Tom and, <laughs> and well, Jerry. There, yeah. Yeah. And there are turkeys that Everyone. hang out here on this property. Oh, we've seen them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, especially when, you know, we're driving down the road and, oh, look, there's turkeys. We're going to be blessed. That's, <laughs> That's so awesome. awesome. That's, and I think but, one of the things you also mentioned, which kind of goes back to something you said earlier, is that you have praying friends and you are part of Citigroup. You're part of a serve team. You are involved. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes back to kind of what Ashley was saying. You, you weren't alone in this decision. Mm -hmm. You have pastors, you have friends, you have serve team, you have Citigroup that are supporting you in it as well. So it wasn't as though it was just you and Tom alone trying to hear the voice of God. Mm -hmm. So it made me speak to that a little bit. Oh, that's huge. Yes. Uh, uh, and I and I talked about a little, I, d- I don't hesitate if I've got something, a challenge, like an immediate challenge that something really bad is going on now. And there's, I have time, you know, I'll, I'll text, I'll text praying friends. And I said, please pray, or, or my sister, or my niece, please pray, this and this and this is happening. And I know, I know they are going to, I just know they, you know, so that gives me confidence and, and hope and, uh, and a peace that it's going to be all right. Um, a little example of this is we were pulling a camper back from Iowa, and uh, um, we blew a tire in the truck. And it was really, it was in between, it was, it was we were heading south, and it, it was, uh, I don't know, probably about 30 miles from Topeka and um, on a highway 75 and and it was a really busy because i guess we were approaching topeka it was a really busy um, stretch a lot of semis going by and here we have blown a tire and tom is out there where it's very dangerous you know trying to get the, the spare out from underneath the truck and i'm just 
kind of freaking out for a minute there, but but then I uh, um, I, I started texting people, please pray for us. We've blown a tire, you know. Please pray for us. Well, then shortly after that, and I was outside and I was kind of making sure that the traffic wasn't going to hit Tom because he was trying to get that teeny. He could not get that tire down. Um, and uh, all of a sudden, this lady popped up. And uh, she said, oh, do you need some help, you know? And, and, uh, and I said, yeah, we don't know. He's having trouble getting that, that tire down, and I don't know what we're going to do. I probably sounded kind of uh, panicked there for a minute. And she said, you need to call. You need to call someone. You need, there's a town just about five miles from here. Look, get on your phone. Um, uh, find where there's a, a tire place or whatever. Find somebody that can help you. Do a search on your phone and call them. You need to call them. You need to call them. She said it a few times, and I said, okay. So I did that, and I called, and and, uh, and we had, you know, we had somebody come help us. So then we made it through to the town, and we eventually made it to Topeka where we had to go all that way to get a new tire. But but I looked back, you know, and then that, all of a sudden that lady was gone, and I thought, oh, Wow. I think that was an angel. <laughs> but, you know, it was just very timely. Somebody, you know, helping me center and remember that it was, you know, you need to do this. You need to do this because I was feeling a little bit rattled at the time. Yeah. But, yeah. Because I think individually we can only see what's right in front of us. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and like yeah. especially when we're living through whatever it is daily, hour by hour, day by day. Mm-hmm. We can't see beyond it. Mm-hmm. And so we need the help of friends and community mm-hmm. who will say, hey, there's there's the end. There's right. the end to this chaos. Right. Don't give up. Yes, yeah. yes exactly. Um, and even reminding us of, remember this situation? It was mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. and I think some of us are better at remembering than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but but just having that sense of awareness of, like, this isn't the end. Like, I'm not right. gonna, <laughs> nothing's going to fall apart yeah. because of this one situation. But... It feels like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's so good to have that community, mm-hmm. which is what yes. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's something else you said on the, on the night that I really wanted to dig into a little more. I wanted you to tell me more. You said, tenacity is my superpower. <laughs> and then you just went right on. And I was like, tell me more, Jerry Groves. <laughs> What does that mean? There's a story there. It seemed very intentional and thoughtful. It yeah. wasn't just a, something that came out of your mouth. No. It was like, okay, there she's is thought a about story this there. Yes. You know, I don't know if it's really a big story or not, but but Tom always um, says that that you know when I'm trying to find something or or trying to find an answer to something that I just don't give up. I keep digging until I find it, and so he kind of you know, started that. That's your superpower, you know, and I, and I like to think that, that, you know, it's, it's God's given me, you know, from time to time, that's God's superpower that he's giving me. Yeah. yeah. And then so. how do you help others? Kind of what Sharissa was saying. I mean, we're, we're focusing in on your story, but how do you lend that tenacity, that endurance, that um, spiritual long suffering to others? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm of course I'm thinking about um, praying for people, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I've I've been known to at the checkout line in the grocery store at Aldi, 
is, you know, somebody needs help and I'll just pray right there. And, you know, then I think, whoa, I just prayed right in front of all those people, you know, at the grocery store because I'm not even thinking about anybody listening or anybody watching. You know, I'm just focused on praying for that one person. But, um, you know, I think that that by by doing that, by praying with uh, specific people, like it's it may be even praying for people in the food lineup to go get their groceries where you know, Carrie and I will go from car to car and we'll, we'll pray with people that uh, because, because we're praying with them and, you know, you don't know their, their spiritual stand or, you know, how strong they are in their faith, but you can always tell, you know, that, that people just, they, they feel better just knowing that, um, that we've prayed for them. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah. I think from the outside looking in, um, seeing you with our our people at, at church in Pahaska, mm-hmm. um, I think that you lend your tenacity and your enduring ability to people just through relationship and through connecting with them, talking to them, helping them outside of church, mm-hmm. um, having people over, cooking for people caring for people. You and Tom do that really, really well. And while uh, it may feel like, yeah, it's just kind of like a and something that we're doing on the outward appearance of things, but I think stuff like that, like everyday things like that really does help people in their seasons of enduring or difficulty or, you know, I could name quite a few. <laughs> and um, But I think when you're just doing it because that's who you are, maybe you don't see it as actually lending and and helping in that way. Does that make sense? Yes. And so I think you do it. I think you do it a lot, but it, you're not seeing it through the filter of like of what that is. My husband is is very much a giving person. He's a giver, and uh, and so I've I've grown in that respect being married to him. Uh, but I also find that if uh, you know, a situation arises that um, somebody needs help and you, you feel the Holy Spirit prompting you to, to help that person. You just have to obey and do it. And it's, it's very rewarding and mm-hmm. helpful. Mm-hmm. And we've talked a lot about Pahaska and, and what it took for you to get there. But on the other side of it, what would you say that you've kind of learned um, getting through that season of enduring? Um, yeah, that I've, again, I have to say that, that uh, God can, you know, he can turn evil into good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the enemy sure knocked us for a couple loops on, on that journey to Pahaska. And we we're very frustrated from time to time, but, but um, God is good. And, and, uh, his goodness is chasing after me all the time, and uh, so I look back and 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 I see, I see the goodness in that. I see God helping us through that. Why do you think it's important to kind of name the season you're in, to to see the endurance seasons as endurance seasons and see the flourishing seasons as flourishing season? Like, why do you think it's a good thing for us to be aware of where we are and what stage of life we are for 
other people, for ourselves? Uh, yes. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of when we had, when we had our panel uh, at the women's event, you know, it was the other two women, Dorothy and, and Teresa, or Tressa, were, were so good for talking about their, you know, their stage of life. And uh, they're very amusing, <laughs> very entertaining. But it was it was very good for, because there was quite a few in that age, in those age categories in in, in the women's yeah. group, and uh, so that was that was very encouraging. But then also, I have had after the event, uh, which was very good for me to hear. Because, you know, I felt after after that day that, oh, I did terrible. I didn't say the things I should have said, you know, and I was just agonizing over that. But I had someone um, from our Pasca church um, come up to me and she said, you know, thank you so much for, and, and she's in a different age category than I am, but thank you so much for what you said because I'm in, I'm going through that right now. Yeah. And it was so helpful to hear you say that. So, um, so that's that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Is there anything we haven't said or asked you that you wanted to to talk about? Um, I, no, I just I just for sure wanted to uh, get get it across that um, how God has blessed us in our you know all through life, but this journey to Pahaska was a big thing for us, and, and uh, we, uh, we were kind of, almost people would say, why in the world do you want to move to Pahaska, you know, <laughs> like they were, you know, Bartlesville's a, a, a nice, you know, a nice town, it's bigger, it has, you know, why would you want to move to Pahaska? And, you know, and sometimes way before we had even bought a house there or any property there, we would be driving through Pahaska and we'd get that, ooh, Pahaska feeling because there are these old houses that look like they need to be torn down. We thought, what are we doing? And, uh, um, but, but, you know, after the fact, what we've been through and, and we have this beautiful little house now that we live in and we're so, so blessed. Um, I'm glad that that uh, even though we were discouraged that the enemy was trying to knock us out of the picture being a Pahaska, I'm glad that we we followed through. Yeah, that's good. And I think you're a good example to all of us that there's never an end to your adventures with God. Mm-hmm. There's right. never a time where yes. you just say, we're just uh, going to settle back. We're going to stay in this beautiful dream house in Bartlesville, and we're just going to live out our days. Mm-hmm. You keep pushing you keep for going. Yeah, yeah, what God is saying to you. And I, yeah. I think that's a great example yeah. to all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked what <clears throat> something Ashley had said in a message that she did about God being big, mm-hmm. and that um, you know you, the closer your relationship with God is, the bigger God seen or is feels to you, and that um, we can never outgrow God. That He's always a big God, and He's always there for us. Thank you for listening to the City Women Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation and it encourages you as you walk through whatever season of life you currently find yourself in. We'll be back next week with another great conversation. In the meantime, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at City Women OK.